This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. and welcome to the latest episode of Paddle and Finn. I'm Scott. And I'm Brian. And with us today we have Travis from Rocktown Adventures here in uh, the heart of the city of uh, Rockford. And uh, tonight, or today we're going to be talking about uh, looking forward at 2019, kind of what's coming down the pipe. Uh, we're also going to be talking about Rocktown and kind of what they have to offer, yep. uh, kind of how to uh, uh, how one would pick out a boat. Look at boats. Talk about Travis's plans for this year because he's got some exciting stuff on the way as well. And without further ado, maybe Travis, you could give a little introduction of uh, Rocktown Adventures and kind of what you guys do here. Yeah, so Rocktown Adventures basically is based in downtown Rockford, and it's where we started. Um, we've been around for about five years. You know, we're a paddle sports store, so we carry all the fishing kayaks, touring kayaks. We also carry apparel, hiking gear, camping gear. So really, we carry everything you need is to get outside so 
Gear up, head out. Gear up, head out. <laughs> That's a slogan. Just at the Ice Hogs game last night, man. I saw it on the Jumbo yeah. Trail. I loved it. That was awesome. Awesome. Too so they lost. <clears throat> yeah, I know they did. That was a pretty pathetic game, but um, Brian's happy he wasn't there. Yeah. That's a side story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. We'll keep it at that. Well, um, so, Travis, when we talk about, say, someone coming in to pick out a kayak, and I'm not just talking fishing, any kayak, kind of, what's your kind of go-to? How do you start someone off, or what kind of questions do you ask, that kind of thing? Well, the biggest question I ask is, what's their experience like? Okay. Okay, because that's the first thing you should always ask. And next is where they're going. You know, whether it's lakes, ponds, rivers, you know, all that, I can pick a kayak on that. Gotcha. So, I mean, if you're fishing, like, Let's say you're going to Lake Michigan. It's going to be a totally different boat. Right. First off, it's going to be a longer boat. And if it's fishing, it's going to be a wider boat. Okay. Um, now, let's say if you're going on a kayak Wisconsin River trip, okay, where it's going to be a three-day trip. It's going to be totally something totally different. It's going to be a longer boat. It's going to be a 15-foot boat. So, so if someone's brand new, just starting out, and let's say they're just getting into fishing. Yeah. Kind of how would you – you'd be first asking the body of water, right? And let's right. say it's lakes. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. What, what would be the next logical step from there? So if it's going to be on lakes, I would add, well, after their experience, though, if they never kayak before, I ask if they're going on lakes. So if someone's brand new, they're brand new to fishing, yep. they're, uh, they're looking to do lake fishing, okay. um, would you steer them toward a pedal or a propulsion style kayak, or would you actually steer them toward a paddle? Definitely a paddle, because um, in my opinion, the first thing you should learn is how to paddle a boat okay. before you even get Makes into the pedal scene. Gotcha. You know, you need to know how to work a kayak, how to use a proper stroke, a rudder stroke, a sweep stroke, just how to maneuver the boat itself. Now, on that so point, I think, do you guys do, like, lessons around that as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do, like, yeah, intro kayaking classes. It's, oh, like, okay. it's a, it's a four-hour class, and we go over everything. Different strokes to use, you know, how to keep your boat in a straight line, different tips. What about um, falling out of the boat and getting well, back yeah, in? Well, yeah, that's actually a different class. We'll go over a little bit our intro class, but yeah. we actually have a safety and rescue class as oh, well. Oh, okay. okay. So that's like a, another four-hour class where everyone literally tips their boat over on purpose. I see. And they practice getting in the boat. Then we practice rescuing each other. Okay. So, yeah. That's and that's cool. it. And, of course, in a fishing kayak, it's kind of a different game. But that's also something you guys do during the winter as well, right? So, you know, right now, if you're going stir-crazy at home, you know, Rocktown actually does stuff out of a local swimming pool. So if you're in northern yeah. Illinois, southern Wisconsin, um, you know, you can call up, sign up for that class. And is that a free class or is that a paid class? No, you still got to pay for it. Um, okay. Be, so, like, let's say for intro kayaking class is 50 bucks. Yeah. Okay. okay. But so safety and rescue is going to be 60 bucks. Now, do you teach that, or do you have a staff that um, We actually have a certified instructor <clears throat> okay. that teaches that. Okay. Um, yeah, he does. His name is Scott Myers. He does a wonderful job at doing it. So okay. He actually went through the ACA and got certified, so he knows what he's doing. You know, I personally sat on his classes, and you get a lot from You know what's funny about this, though, Brian, is uh, I've never dumped in my kayak, and yeah. I've never tried to get back in, which right. is bad. And we talked yeah, about that with Sturgeon Steve. You know, he tries to do that once a year. Right. That's the Sturgeon fishing yeah. guy. And, uh, you know, his big thing was is, you know, it's not a question of if. It's, it's a when. question of yeah. when yeah, it's going to yeah, happen, yeah. you know. Have you done that in yours? I haven't, no. no. The only time I almost went in in my kayak was when I tried to stand on the gunnel walls <laughs> of the Bonafide. We just watched yeah, that, that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, no, it's something I know after um, – 
after Steve had mentioned that on that podcast, that was something I, I kind of thought through my mind, like that's something I need to do, right? You know, when it gets warmer out, take all the gear out of my boat and just, yeah. just go flip it over yeah. and get back in. Yeah. You know, um, and I think the big takeaway I took away from that conversation with him as well, you know, it's it, and I'm sure same thing when you guys are doing the demos in the pool or whatever, um, you, yeah, you're in a, a controlled environment, bunch of people around you, but when yeah. it actually happens in real life, and that was something that Steven mentioned the first time it happened, he kind of freaked out. Oh, yeah. Right. But yeah. now that he practices it, he's ready for it, you know. So um, I think that's a big thing, you know. It's it's definitely a safety thing, you know. you gotta you got to be ready for that because, you know, it it's – and, and I'm guilty of it, too. Oh, I'll never fall out of my kayak. But, you know, there's instances where things right. happen, and, and it's going to happen. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think it's just good safety practice to, to do that. And it's and actually, I've been talking to Travis about their, um, you know, intro to kayak classing and um, the safety one. You right. Know, because yeah. I thought it was something, why not take, you know? What if we're out together and you fall over your boat and i need to help you in some way if we're on a river or yeah. something you know it's just it's good stuff to know um and what better time of the year to do it right you know yeah. you can go sit in a warm controlled pool right. and right. practice that stuff you know but uh obviously real world situation is going to be a little different but i think it's great that rocktown offers that i'm told know? i'm very buoyant yeah 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 <laughs> me too <laughs> you you should be because you should be wearing a PFD. So that's that's the big thing. I'm naturally know? buoyant, Brian. Uh, I'm, yeah. I, so am I. Trust me. Trust me. You know, I'm not packing a six pack. It's like more like a it's six a fat pack. pack. Of, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's yeah. funny is when you um, when you think about reentry, like the thing that you don't think about, at least I don't think about, is like if I were to go over. Half my thoughts would be around my gear. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. So like, there's like split brain already. Yeah. Where yeah. like I'm thinking about gear. I'm th- I'm not thinking about getting back. In, you know, and that that adds to the I guess the dangerousness of it, right? Yeah. Because you're you're oh, not yeah. really focusing on what's happening. That reminds me, I got a campfire tale for the end of this. Going right. going to that whole subject. Travis, split, did you write down campfire tale? Yeah, split campfire memory tale. Right, or, or split frame mind. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go into that. We'll go into that. But, uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's super cool, and I think you know what Travis is saying is right on. You know, you should you should definitely learn how to paddle before you pedal. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of guys nowadays, because that's the big craze, is the pedal drive. As guys are just jumping right into it. Yeah. So what happens when your pedal drive fails and you don't know how to paddle a right. boat? You right. Know what I mean, you right. Be so. stranded. You know who? Yeah. Who knows where? Yeah. Not yeah. Knowing how to get back. Right. Yeah. So right. you, you need to, you know, you need to train. And this yeah. goes back to the safety and rescue thing, you know, how to rescue yourself if you fall out. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, even, like, the gear you have goes around that. So, like, let's say your life jacket. If you have too puffy of a life jacket, yeah, it'll be hard to get back in your kayak. Yeah. Right. You're sitting right, on top right, of right. because it'll right. keep on getting in the way. In the way. Right. So Catching, yeah. It's something, like, I, you know, I do trips on the Rock River, okay, and regular touring kayaks. You know, I take customers out. And even myself, I practice every year before the season starts. And those are the real thin, like yeah, the real thin ones, yeah. like fourteen foot like torpedoes. Yeah. yeah, they fly through the water. Yeah, yeah, it's like a rocket ship. Yeah, just like my Frontier Twelve. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely <laughs> not. not really. Yeah, you could probably fit three of those <laughs> touring <laughs> kayaks next to each other before you get to the width of that Frontier. Yeah. I take three of those, but I, I use my trolling motor. Yeah, on the Frontier. 
I'm not any horse Johnson. Oh, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. So, okay, so paddling's obviously very important. Oh, yeah. And then on top of it, too, um, which I'm finding out I'm guilty of right now, and that is taking some safety and yeah. training classes associated oh, yeah. with, obviously, kayaking 101. I think uh, I would say almost 90%, yeah. if not more, of the kayak fishing world never is, is, is yeah. guilty of that, right. for right. sure. 100%, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I think that's something that's huge that Rocktown does a great job. And so you guys offer those year round? Yes, we offer them year round. So like okay. you said, in the winter we have we go to Bullen High School's pool. Okay. Um, during the summer we'll go to either Windsor Lake, which is a small local lake. Okay. Or we'll go to Rock Cut. Oh, um, okay. So yeah, we'll go to local areas and actually have held those classes. Okay. So. Very very cool. And soon we'll have a kayak fishing safety and rescue class. Oh no way! Specific to that. So we're, we're still working out the curriculum. You know, the oh, curriculum that's cool. That. Very but yeah, cool. we're going to have that here in the future. In 2019, okay. definitely. Okay. Yeah. So. Very 2019. Nice. Kayak fishing at Rocktown Adventures yeah. is getting put on the map. Yeah. That's right. You that's it. our goal. You got it. So we're looking we're forward to 2019. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so if you were, okay, let's talk paddle kayaks then. So from a, a paddling perspective, do you have certain... Models or brands you'll push new users based on obviously their experience, but yeah. if we're talking new users, do you push them towards certain, uh, not necessarily certain brands, but like certain like uh, widths or, or lengths, that kind of thing? Is a longer kayak better? Is a shorter kayak better? Kind of what? Are your, what is your thought process there? Well, it depends where you're going. Um, first things first, if you're going on any open water, mm-hmm. you need a boat that's at least 12 feet. Okay. Okay, and I say that for the reason being, if you have a 10 foot boat. And it's windy, yeah, you're going to yeah. have a hard time keeping that thing straight. Okay. Okay, which means trekking. While you're paddling. While you're paddling, right, right. correct. But, yeah, so, and if, I mean, if you're going, so you need at least a 12-foot boat, okay? Yep. Let's say if you're going on the lake. Um, on the river, it's a different story, depending, you know, small creeks. Let's say if you're going on a really small creek, and it's kind of hard to turn a 12-foot boat. Yeah. Then, you know, you can get something like a F-10, a Frontier 10. New right. New Frontier 10. Or a Bonafide you know, 107. Or a Bonafide, yep, yep. We, we can silence Brian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bonafide. 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 Jackson. <laughs> Sorry. Just had to throw my tidbits in there. He's you know? crying now. He is kind of crying. Sorry. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> but, like, when we talk about, so so a shorter boat, obviously, on a, on, on a tighter body of water, yes. right? A little and bit more maneuverable. What yes. is your What are your thoughts on, like, does a longer boat necessarily track better just because it's longer is it more stable because it's i know the width has a lot to do with it the beam and other dimensions but yeah like kind of what's your thoughts there as far well, as well yeah definitely the longer the boat the faster it goes first off and the better it stays in a straight line yeah. trekking yep um just because it's more surface area sure okay if you got something that's only like 10 feet long right you know you pad on one side let's say the left side it's going to twist it it's going to keep on twisting right whereas if you have a longer boat you won't have that boat twist more resistance much, got it. it's more resistant um, so, yeah. are there certain makes and models that you that you kind of push them towards? I know it has to do with price point and a lot of things. Well, but. there's a lot of things. Like, okay, when a customer first comes in, also a height and weight is a factor too. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So, what about me? Six four, two hundred and fifty pounds. What boat are you putting me in? There you go. Bonafide. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. Yep. It's almost You're like you almost like we rehearsed. This is almost that. unfair, man. That's, uh, what about that's, Scott? What about Scott? Yeah. What boat are you putting him in? Where are you going? Lake. You just failed. Lakes? You just failed. Yeah. Lakes. What boat do you think I should go in? Frontier 12. There yeah. you go. Boom! 
<laughs> no, I, I mean, it's funny, man. There's so many options. And I've had several conversations with you down here, you guys down here at the paddle shop, you know, like it's crazy. Like a lot of these boat manufacturers have actually caught on to the kayak fishing world and how it's yeah. blown up, you know. So there's like so many different things right. that, uh, you know, you could offer for sure. I mean, um, you know, the main brands you guys are carrying down here is Perception, Bonafide, Jackson, Old Town, New Canoe. New Canoe, you know. So, like, I mean, in in just those five brands alone, there's so many awesome options. No, right, you know? right, right, right. And that's the thing, too. And I know we preach this all the time, and I actually learned this from Travis. Like, you need to demo it, you yeah, know. Right. And I'm glad I did because, and I've mentioned this several times on the podcast, when I came down here and saw Travis, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting the New Canoe Pursuit. And then I we took and out we the took Bonafide. Out, well, you took out the Predator as well. And we took out the Predator as well. And I think at the time, the Predator, I just, you know, I'm kind of like Travis. I'm not huge on the pedal drive thing. But, you know, I've talked about it this year, like, with fishing tournaments and stuff. I have to have it. Right. Yeah. And I explained that to Travis. And he's like, that that makes sense, dude. Yep. Like, yep. I get you. But um, as far as the boats I paddled that day, you know, I the the Pursuit was not what I thought it would be. Right. You know? And hence the reason why I love Bonafide yeah. so much. And the know? thing, it's a good boat. The Pursuit's a good boat. Yeah, oh, like I'm not saying it's not. Everyone has their different preference, yeah, right. and everyone has, you know, different things they like. Okay? Yeah. And so that, what might work for me yeah. might not work for you. Yeah, right. So that's why you demo one out. And, 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 and I will say, like, I think it's a great boat. I, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anything bad about it, but just for me, because I'm so tall right. and I weigh so much, right. like, I just felt that the Bonafide had a little bit more stability to it. Yeah. But I remember when I took that out, and I don't know if you remember this, but when I, I took the Pursuit out first, cause, right, because that was the boat I thought I was going to buy. Right. I was like, I don't know, man. It's not as stable as I thought because I had just gotten out of your Frontier 12, Scott. Right, and there's a difference. And there's a huge difference there. So then I jumped in the Bonafide, and I'm like, whoa. This, this thing's pretty pretty nice. Yeah. And then I got back into the pursuit again before we left down at the river, and I was like, it's not as bad as the first time I went right. out. So right. I think it was just – Expectations probably. Yeah, well, I was fishing out of the Ascend at that time, right. you know, which Travis punched me for. But, yes, I would. Um, well, I did. Um, you know, I couldn't really stand and fish out of that thing, right. you know. Um, but once I – kind of started standing up in these boats i think it was just more of a comfort thing i became more comfortable with it but i think travis is spot on and i think that's something we've always preached is you know to each their own you know yeah. what one guy likes is going to be totally different to another yeah for sure and what yeah. you're looking for yeah right you know? what you're looking to get out of it for right. sure yeah yeah so so we talked about safety we talked about uh, paddling first etc mm -hmm. um you know, whenever we talk, I guess, propulsion, yeah. which is uh, what we've kind of been leading up to here. Sure. Kind of what are your thoughts on that? Maybe um, are there certain um, pedal drive kayaks that uh, are more popular? Are there ones that are maybe more uh, uh, durable, that kind of thing? Like, do you have any, any thoughts on that? Or are they all pretty much, you know, they all kind of have their, their place? Right. Well, yeah, we can talk about pedal drive systems. So Jackson, you know, they got their flex drive, right? Which is, you know, it's a decent drive. Mm -hmm. Then you got Old Town's PDL system, right? Um, they all have their different 
pros and nuances. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like the jacks and how it pops up automatically if you hit rock bottom or Super you hit sweet. something. Yep. Um, how the blade goes up under the hull, which is nice for transportation. Right. Okay. But to me, it's not as smooth as the Old Town PDL. I see. I see. You see, so you're kind of weighing the differences. Now, now the Old Town, like the Old Town Predator PDL. Right. That's one of my favorite drives. It's so smooth. It's torquey. You fly through the water. I mean, just yeah, Brian, Brian. Was Brian took it out. <laughs> yeah. Man, he was flying. Yeah. You had flames I, on your back. Yeah. yeah, I've mentioned yeah. that several times the on the podcast. Too. When I took off, Travis, I came back towards the dock, and Travis was like, man, I've never seen anybody take off like that before. Yeah. And, I mean, I, it legit has a ton of torque, yeah. you know. But I think I told you that day. I'm like, this kind of stinks. Like, i got to prop the drive out when I'm coming right. in to shore, you know. Um, so, I mean – yeah. Depends where you're going. It, it depends where you're going, what time of type of fishing. I mean, right. if you're going to fish a lake with stump fields in it, probably wouldn't take the PDL. No, I'd right. be taking the, the Jackson, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's a big thing. And, you know, unfortunately, you got to weigh, weigh, you know, your options, I think, uh, on what type of bodies of water you're going to be fishing. Yeah. Um, you know, if you know you're fishing a lake like that with a stumpy bottom, you know, then you might want to go towards right. a Jackson exactly. versus a PDL. You, you know, or if you're, you know, say your home lake is, like, flooded with weeds all the time, are you even going to want to pedal drive with that getting caught up in there all the time yeah. and, you know, causing issues, you know? So um, I think it's just a huge um, – putting yourself in a huge reality check on, like, what bodies of water am I going to fish? What what does that look like underwater? Yeah. and how is that going to play out with what I want to do? You know what's do, funny? Right? That kind of brings up the next question that always comes to my mind. It's like, what's the next step then? Do most kayak fishermen have multiple kayaks? Or do they uh, do that sort of uh, uh, intelligent approach where it's like, you know what? I'm going in that stumpy lake. Yeah. I'm not bringing the pedal drive. I'm just going to paddle this yeah. bad boy. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that, I, Yeah, I think it depends on, the you fisherman. know, the, the fisherman for sure, you know. I mean, yes, Jay, he's got a different boat for every stupid situation yeah. out there, you it's know? It's like a car garage yeah. for kayaks. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, he could add on another two-car garage and still not have enough room. Yeah. You know, and don't get me wrong, like, I got a wood shop in my garage with a Bonafide in it and a Pelican and, you know, soon to be another boat. Right. And it's like, you know, the struggle is real, my yeah. friend. Oh, you yeah. know, but... Um, you know, I think it, it, it depends on the person and, and their budget and yeah. what they can afford and what they can store so away, right? Especially so, so this we got oh, go ahead, I didn't mean to There's really good kayaks now at a decent price point. Yeah. Like, you know, you got the old town top water, which is perfect right. for yeah. beginners. Yeah. Right. You know. And it has a pedal um, option. And right. it has a pedal option. Um then you got the new canoe Flint, which kinda started the whole scene with right. you know, the price point right. kayaks, nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. What's I a mean, really good – so if I came in to you and said, you know what, I want a kayak that has a good pedal drive, but I also want – I want it to have a good paddle ability, right? So if I wanted to not go with the you know the pedal drive, I guess what would be your suggestion in that case? Are there so if probably you, a few models. So like if you want the option to put a pedal drive on it, so let's say you buy – No, it. meaning it comes with a pedal drive, but I might want to – Pull the pedal drive out and just if I'm in that stumpy bay type situation yeah. where I just want to paddle the damn thing, you know. Well, really going the eye test out in that regards for a beginner pedal fishing kayak yeah. is the Pescador Pro. Okay. Okay, pedal version. Um, because that boat actually first came about with out the pedal system gotcha. and it paddled pretty decent. Yeah. 
and now they came out with the pedal version and it's definitely not even close to being as good as the Old Town PDL or right. the Jackson Flex Drive. Not even close. Right. But it's priced at 1500 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So look does at it the, track well in the water when you paddle it? Yes, actually, yeah. It tracks really well. It looks like it's designed. It's like a thin, yeah, narrow it's right. thinner it's, it's a beginning fishing kayak. It's not the most stable thing in the world. Sure. Okay. But if you don't want to spend too much money and you want a pedal system, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, 1500 <laughs> compared to yeah. three grand for a Kusa FD. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know, so... Or a big rig. Or a big rig. Or even the top water or the uh, Predator. Right. Yeah, you know. the Predator is still $2,799. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the thing, you know. It, it's, I mean, to me, I think it's awesome that uh, there's so many different drive options, pedal options that can suit any budget. Yeah. Right. Right. With, I mean, I think all three of us sitting here could agree that, you know, Price wise, Hobie's going to be the top of the line, right? Yeah, and you know um, everything else in between. Everything yeah. else in between. Yeah. Um, you know, granted, I know Travis feels the same way about this as I do. That you know, yeah, the Hobie's a great boat, but there's a lot better options out there for a oh, lot yeah. less money. Um, you know, and I'm not knocking Hobie at all, except for their pricing. You know, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. If Hobie was the same price as a as a big rig or something, I might be in a Hobie. Right. I mean, what if it was the same price as Bonafide? Oh, we know that answer. I think I just gave Brian a Uh-oh. heart attack. I think he just fell over in his chair. Call nine one one. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Uh, fr- from a tournament perspective, it, it'd definitely be the Hobie, and you know, I'm because propulsion. Because pr- of propulsion, right? You know, like I'm getting if I have to paddle. Versus a guy in a pedal kayak, I'm getting three casts, and they're five because they're yep. not constantly having to pick up their paddle and reposition themselves. So, I mean, from that perspective, yeah, it'd be the Hobie, but, um, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it It's a bummer that, you know, Bonafide isn't looking at that, and they'd much rather have you put an electronic motor on the back of your boat rather than come up with a pedal drive right however they did say if they do come up with a pedal drive it's not just going to be some kind of retrofit thing that'll go into all their existing boats it's going to be true they will build a kayak around that drive which kudos to them for that but however like you know and it's funny um you know I, i recently saw a video on youtube with Chad Hoover talking to the guy from uh, uh, Torquedo and, you know, thoughts on Torquedo and this and that. And I actually commented on the video and, you know, Chad had a response. But, um, you know, my whole thing was is like, you know, kayak fishing in general was created by a bunch of average Joes that couldn't go out and afford, you know, glitter rockets, a.k.a. Ranger, you know, boats, whatever. It was made for the average Joe to get off the bank and get out in the water and now it seems like you know some of these kayak fishing things have become let's see how many gadgets i can throw on my on my boat and this and that and it's like where do you draw the line um and i know that's been a huge like kind of controversial subject in the whole tournament series thing which you know obviously i've been doing a ton of looking into and research and stuff and it's just like you know, uh, you know. I think it's great for like river fishermen, right? You can 
like you've talked about before, you can go upstream and then drift back down right. with your trolling motor on your new canoe. Right. I think it's great, but from a tournament perspective on a lake, like, you know, how is it fair if four guys have, you know, torpedoes or, torpedoes, or, or yeah. electric motors on the right. back of their boats and they can zip across the lake. And this was the point I brought up to Chad Hoover, whereas, you know, the guy that's a better fisherman's paddling, but yet the guy that doesn't know how to fish is ripping across the lake with a torpedo. Then he blows out the spot that you were going to fish right. because you couldn't get there in the same amount of time. And now the experienced guy is kind of screwed. And his response was, well, you know, and I said, is this really good for the sport? Is it help growing the sport? That's my main concern. Right. And he was like, well, you know, since we allowed electric motors, our numbers have gone up. So the proof is in the numbers. Sure. So I would have personally thought it was opposite. And I wasn't trying to be a smart ass in any respects to that. Um, But, you know, um, I mean, I would have thought it would have been different. You know, I just, I don't know. Well, we were talking about that in particular, and um, I think it was your understanding that the major bass tournaments have um, restrictions on motors and horsepower and things like that, too, to play to that same sort of line of thinking, right? See, yeah, so I know um, KBL, Kayak Bass League, their restriction is, is you can't have a motor that's over 55-pound thrust. And I think KBF's restriction is is it's can't be over like a three horse right. limit or something, right. and mm-hmm. how that translates. Out I mean, even the electric. big bass tournaments, like we're talking about rangers oh, yeah. and nitros. Oh yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I took that the wrong way. But yeah, in in um, for instance, the walleye tournaments that I fish with Scott, you're limited at 250 horsepower, so you can't go and put a 300 horse Verado on the back of your boat. Right. You know right. what I mean? So they restrict it, so it keeps it even. So when everybody takes off, you know, nobody's faster than the other guy. Yeah, granite, you know, prop pitch and things like that play a big part. Oh, in sure that. they and do. You can gain a couple miles an hour, but you're restricted on horsepower, which, yeah, I guess you could say that they've restricted that. But mm-hmm. when you are when you have a field that's mostly paddle and pedal kayaks, and then you sprinkle in the guys with the torpedoes, torpedoes and right. stuff. Right. I'm totally against that part. Yeah. I think you know, I know. Th- the way this sport is, it should be either a pedal or paddle. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, that's how kayak fishing came about. Yeah. So n- now we're sticking torpedoes on. You know, we're doing all this. Sure. Yeah. It's just, it's just not the same. Yeah. Right. It, it's like I said, it's, it just seems like it's become like how many gadgets and gadgets you right. can throw on your boat. Right. right. And who knows? We're not going to solve the problem, but maybe the yeah. answer is around there's different classes. Yeah. There's yeah. a powered class, well, a pedal right, class, right, and right. a and pedal I, class. Yeah. Right. And I, right? I completely agree That's with that idea. 100%. You know, if, if you know, because there are a lot of guys that are like Travis, he, he doesn't even like pedal kayaks. And, and granted, I'm the same way. I'd love to stay in my bonafide. But right, to yeah. be competitive, I have to now spend X amount of dollars right. to get into a pedal-driven kayak. Sure, right. And, um, you know, just to stay somewhat relative and competitive. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I got no problem. They split it in classes, you know, electric motor class, pedal drive class, right. paddle class, whatever. You know, because that's the thing, too, a guy that's paddling versus a guy that's pedaling. You know, you're exerting more energy paddling versus sure. pedaling, yeah. you know. So, I mean, that's the thing. There's just so many different angles yeah. in there, I think. Yeah. So how do you really break it up? Well, you, you and can, I, I get it. Like, you know, f- with respect to Chad Huber and the KBF, like, he's in a tough position, right? He's He's got a 
He's got to keep up with sponsorship, and he's trying to grow the community and grow the sport. Sure, sure. Um, granted, a lot of us don't agree with the ways he's doing it, but however, like if that's what's working, more power to him. I yeah. got nothing against that. You know, that guy's probably put more people in kayaks than oh, anybody yeah. will ever meet in right. their lives. Yeah. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So kudos to him, man. And, I again, I wasn't trying to get down on the guy. I was just simply asking the question more for research for the podcast, right? You sure. Know, so, um, and, and maybe as it grows. Yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe as it grows and you get yeah. enough people competing where sure. you, you don't have maybe 50 tournament entry right. you know, entrants. Right. You've got 200 and 250. Right, right. right. Then, then segregating that or breaking that up may, maybe makes sense. Which, yeah. which is definitely what you're seeing out on the uh, out on the West Coast, California. I yeah. mean, Yak Bass. I mean, they average like almost 200 people a tournament. Do they in really? California. Yeah, it's it's somewhere between 150 and 200 was wow, the last numbers awesome. I heard. Yeah, in California, you know, um, I know Texas is getting around the same now. I mean, you KBF this year for for the regions, Texas in itself is its own region because they got so many guys down there and and not only that but texas is a big state but see the guys like me in the central division are kind of getting the old you know foot in the butt because we're going from kansas all the way to st Clair, michigan right over to iowa back down to missouri and all that stuff so you know, to each its own. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off subject. No, that's good. I'm that's fired all good up. Stuff. I'm fired up. If you can't tell, <laughs> you know, you guys start making. We fun did kind of hit you with the bonafide. Yeah, bombs he's mad about the bonafide. He's, you know. he's angry. That's all right. That's, that's all right. I'll get over it. <laughs> I'll get over it. So, but Travis, tell, tell us about. Um, so, we talked about classes yeah. for kayak safety and and and, and kayaking 101. Right. Uh, you guys obviously have a. I mean. A ton of boats here. Oh yeah. From that perspective, kind of, what are some of the other aspects of, of Rocktown Adventures that kind of make it unique as far as uh, an outdoor shop? Like, what are some of the other things you guys do, even outside of kayak stuff? Oh yeah, well, outside of kayaking, you know, we do hiking trips. Um, we'll go to the Grand Canyon, the Upper Peninsula. Okay. We'll, we'll go to the Ice Age Trail. You know, we do more than just kayaking. Too. Gotcha. So we'll do local. I mean, go back to kayaking, but I'll do guys on the Rock River, okay. the Kish, the Sugar River. You know, just so, kayaking trips. Yeah, where just kayaking just trips. Paddling and <coughs> where they're out with, it in. We're out with us. We're just having fun. Yep. You know, nothing too crazy. Yep. Okay, and of course, we allow them to fish when they're out there. I mean, sure. why wouldn't you? Right? Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I know you guys do that Wisconsin River trip, and that's yeah. a trip I did out of a canoe yeah. back in, I don't know, man, I was probably 20 or something. You know, it was a three day trip. Just paddle down, camp on sandbars in oh, the right. Little River. Like, that's just so what cool. What a blast. Me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did that trip last year in. It's wonderful. I mean, you can't beat it. You know, you're paddling for, you know, three, four hours, yeah. get off on a sandbar, you know, have a campfire. Just relax. Just relax, fish. Yeah. I mean, you can't yeah. beat it. You know, and the price is reasonable. Yeah. You know, I think for that one, it's 200 bucks or 50 bucks. So, so, so people come in, they sign up? Yeah, they sign up and, you know, let us know if they're taking their own kayak. Of course, now keep in mind, this type of trip, you do have to have experience paddling. Sure. Yeah. Okay, sure, sure. you know, it's not like a beaner's going to go, oh, yeah, I'm going right. to go on a three-day trip. Right. No, it doesn't work out very well. <laughs> sure. Trust sure. me, we have people do that. Um, <laughs> so, But, yeah, no, I think it's cool, man. I mean, well, I, I know uh, just, uh, man, it was like, what, two weeks ago, I came down here for a backcountry cooking demo. Oh, yeah. You know, and that was cool. That's something that they offered, you know, because they do the backpacking stuff and, uh uh, I forget the gentleman's name. Travis would know that Terry, Terry that uh, ran the class. It was kind of cool. Like, yeah. you know, so you went through like the different types of stoves. Um, you know, when you're backpacking, keeping it, 
you know lightweight obviously all the stuff you bring with you you got to bring in so it was kind of cool like this little cooking demo man i mean and the food was awesome i I won't lie the bread was a little bland yeah but he said he didn't but didn't he like make that like on a camping stove yeah oh yeah like 20 minutes or something bread and 20 minutes on a camping stove and he did say he didn't put any seasonings in had he done that, that bread it would have been, been awesome. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. But think about like being yeah. out on your own camping. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even the bland bread would have tasted oh, amazing. Well, uh, oh, and yeah. That, and that's <laughs> a, I mean, anything will taste good. I mean. And that's the thing. Like I signed up for that class just for like being on the road this year, fishing tournaments. I was like, man, if I can keep my stuff compact, I mean, yeah. you know, and, and that was a conversation I had with Terry and Travis and, and even Rick here at the shop, you know. It was like, you know, if I can compact things down a little bit, beneficial you know oh, yeah. so they're they're offering all kinds of stuff like that here at the shop which is which is cool and i think that sets them apart from a lot of other shops in the area for sure is they're doing just more than kayaking i mean obviously that's their main focus but yeah. you know like right now in the winter cross-country skiing like i know your guys's calendar is full of you know oh, ski yeah. events if we get some snow ever you know <laughs> but you know <laughs> fingers crossed yeah that's been the rough thing you know but uh I think it's cool that you guys, like, you know, your guys' slogan just says it all, gear up and head out, you oh, know, yeah. just getting people outdoors. So the other thing, too, is you guys, um, you demo boats year-round as well, right? So if, yes. if someone wants to come in and, and check out, say, a Blue Sky, like I know you guys did a video on the Blue Sky, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of talk about how they can demo different boats even in the wintertime. Yeah, well, in the wintertime, we have specific days that we go to Bowling High School's pool. Okay. Um, so in the wintertime, it's a little bit harder because, you know, we actually have to go somewhere. Sure, You know, sure. travel to go to the Boyne High School pool, and we rent certain times there. So that's different. But in the summer and spring, you just come in one day and talk to me and say, hey, I want to test out the Blue Sky. All right, cool. Nice. We'll go right down to the Rock River, which is right across, across the, the street, street yeah. from our store, and we'll put you in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's simple. But well, even in the winter, it. how cool is that? Yeah. Like if someone right. was thinking about getting a boat, yeah. right, and they wanted to just try it out, you don't have to wait till spring or right. summer. Oh, no. We'll just right. give you a call and yeah. figure out what the next time you guys can schedule it and away you go. Go on our website, rocktownventures.com. You can sign up on there. Oh, okay. It's the online one. schedule. Yeah, on the it's website. on the online, so you can sign up for it. And in the info part, you put what boat you want to try out. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We'll yeah, I know out. the one day I walked in here this summer and, uh, you know, Mr. Jackson was with me. Yeah you know aka jay randall and you guys just got the top water and you were like hey man let's go demo this boat yeah. and i was like yeah let's do it but you know sour patch kid you know <laughs> he definitely didn't want to i can't do that couldn't go paddle another boat because it didn't have the jackson name on the side yeah. you know i mean i could have got stickers it's cool you know if a new boat's coming out and and rocktown's getting it in they'll 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 let you take it out. That's I mean, super you, cool. Yeah, you saw today. I think today was the first day you saw the demos. Like, there's just mounds of boats in the yeah, demo we, warehouse. We went to the secret warehouse. Yeah, we, it was we can't. Shh. Secret. Secret. Secret warehouse. Secret. Yeah. I didn't say where okay. it was at. <laughs> so it was very secret. The secret part but, of but that's the thing. Like, you, you just, it's unbelievable. Like, literally almost any boat you want to take out, you can take out. Sure. Or sure. look at or whatever. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, too. I know um, it was mentioned in conversation. Uh, so we had uh, Jacob Ruff, one of our loyal listeners down yeah. here today, with us. And, uh, you know, we talked about uh, demos. What do you guys do with demos? And I know you guys got to hold on them for X amount of time, and then you guys actually sell those off. So, yeah. you know, say you want to get into a CUSA 
foot drive, but you don't have the money for it, you know, you guys may have a demo boat that's up for sale now, you know, possibly, you know, so that's a thing too, you know, you could always look into that and save a few bucks too. Sure. The bottom line is you come to our store, we're going to get you in a boat. Yeah. Okay. Our main goal is to get you outside. Right. That's what we want to do. And I'll do whatever I can to make that happen. Sure. Okay. And that's with the demos too. Sure. I don't care if you're only one person. I'm going to bring out 10 boats for you. Yeah. Right. You know, just right. to make sure well, and you th- find a boat you're comfortable with. And right. that's funny because I can attest to that yeah. because I came in on my demo day and uh, that was scheduled. And I was like, hey, Travis, I hate to throw like this this bone in your plan, but like, can we take some other boats out I want to try? He's like, oh, yeah, I'll make you a deal. You help me load them up, we'll take them out. And yeah. that was just because <laughs> me and him had talked so much, he was giving me a hard time. He was right. like, no, you don't have to help me. But, I mean, this guy legit works his butt off, and he'll he'll throw whatever boat on there you want to try. Because, he want, he, like he said, he wants to get you in the right yeah. boat, and he wants to get you out on the water. And exactly. I think that's what's been great about this shop. And I've seen it firsthand with you and yourself, um, Rick, and uh, – not so much Kevin. I no, mean, yeah. he, he's he's around once in a while, but, <laughs> you know, he he's the same way, you know. They just want to get you outside and right. down the water and get right. you in the right boat. They don't want you to leave here with a boat and then come back and be upset about it, right? right? I mean, they're, they're good standing business people, and they, they definitely want to, you know, steer you in the right direction. Absolutely. So the other thing you guys do, which we didn't really talk about, I think it's huge, is don't you also do, like, a drop-off and a pickup yeah. type service? Yeah, so we can, you know, call me ahead of time. We actually can schedule where, let's say, on the rock. Let's say if you want to paddle down from Sports Score to Prairie Street Brewhouse, which is right near the store. Right. You know, we'll actually get the shuttle and we'll you just drive had lunch you up there, there. By the way, yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. The cheese curds are cheese curds. Cheese curds. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even. The brews Wisconsin. are good too, but yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the we didn't. Curds. We didn't have brew. We didn't try the Rocktown Browns. Good. Message Jacob Ruff, roughly outdoors. <laughs> on instagram and he'll tell you how the brews are sorry jacob but uh so you guys all so you sign up the same way you would sign up for a class like online online or just call our store you know say you want to talk to travis whoever's there at that time okay and um if the show is available because like i said we do our own trips okay so the show might not be available but if it is oh yeah we'll bring you you know, or if you give us a week notice, we can make it happen. Gotcha. You know, whether it's on the Kish or wherever, really. And they got they got a couple big shuttle vans and shuttle trailers yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, you guys could take out huge groups, stuff oh, yeah. like that. You know. Yeah, we can do private trips where, say, you and a bunch of coworkers yeah. want to go out somewhere. It can be two hundred miles away. Yeah. We'll we'll make That's it work. Awesome. Hey, you know, we'll try our best to make it work. I need a shuttle service to all my tournaments this year. <laughs> well, well, hey, uh, uh, hey, we'll talk later. About hey, that. yeah, that's a, that's a way to get you out of the shop, Travis. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can hey, work this deal idea. out. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Hey, Kevin. Yeah. I'm going to be gone for three months. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the shows you got coming up. You guys going to be at? Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, the Chicago Fishing Show is going to be the first one. That's uh, that's actually in Schaumburg. Yes, it's called the Chicago Fishing Travel and Outdoor Expo, January twenty fourth through the twenty sixth, right? Twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Yeah. 27th. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I know Rocktown's going to have a booth. We're going to be in there. So, oh, yeah. I know you guys got some deals and stuff going on. Uh, why yep. don't you talk about that, Travis? I think that's good stuff for you. Yeah, so the couple of promos that we have is, so if you buy a kayak, 
you put it on layaway. That's a layaway special order. Fifty percent down, then fifty percent at pickup. So at the show, you only have to put fifty percent down, and we'll store the boat for you until spring. Until right? spring, yeah. And that's not it. <laughs> and uh, and we'll pay your sales tax. Yeah, you guys pay Rockford, the sales tax. Basically, eight and a quarter percent. Yeah, but that's huge. So, I mean, oh, you, yeah. you want to get a boat this year, you know, um, pay fifty percent down. 50% in the spring. You don't have yeah. to worry about getting that thing home yep. in the winter months. And then the sales tax is paid for by Rockdown. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. How about it? Hey, I need to use the pool to demo some boats before the show. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. That's yeah. where we're going after this pod. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, yeah, we're going over to Boiling Pool. Um, yeah. No, I think that's huge. And, uh, like, I didn't know that deal until the other night when yeah. we talked. But I think that's huge for anybody that's looking into getting a boat. Yeah, you know, for sure. Oh yeah, this spring for sure. And especially if you actually truly want, like, say, Kusa FD or a higher price point boat. I mean, eight percent's a lot in three yeah. grand. Oh yeah. sure, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. What else you got going yeah, on at so that show? Also, all Sims fishing pearl. That's going to be half off. So we'll no have a couple way. Of cool pieces yeah. over there. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll have some Yak Attack gear and Ram mounts. They're also going to be half off. Okay. So. That'll be sweet. Oh, yeah. Load up on the, all your accessories for your boats. There you go. Stop in the booth, pick some up. Yeah. That'll be sweet. And I'll go ahead and tell you what boats are actually going to bring as of now. Okay. So we'll have the Pursuit, New Canoe Pursuit, the New Canoe Frontier 12, the New Canoe Flint, the Jackson Kusa FD, the Jackson Big Rig HD, and an FD version. No way. Oh, yeah. Then we'll have the... The famous Bonafide. Bonafide. I should just bring my own. You should. Since you love it so much. We'll get raffle it off and I'll autograph it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm telling you, we might get five bucks. It'll be huge. Throw the one podcast. ticket and it's Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. We'll have the big sky there. Yeah, the or big the blue sky. sky. The blue sky, oh, yeah. Man. Oh. Yeah, blue sky will be I'll tell you what, man. I'm serious. Like, I just saw that, what, about an hour ago? Yeah, two yeah hours something ago. like that, yeah. It's unbelievable. It's man. crazy, man. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Talk about a dock in the water. I mean, that's like the definition. Well, and, you know, but, it's not something I'd want to, like, take anywhere. Right. You know what I mean? Like, to, to I think to, unless you had a sizable trailer that was easy right. to get it up on and off. but. No. <clears throat> you know, if if it's at a location where you're on the water, and you like you got a garage or something like it's perfect. I can't think of a better boat. Yeah. I really can't. Yeah, because I mean it's like fishing on a bass boat. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, if you have a setup where you're like on the water all the time and you don't necessarily have to transport, it, I will say like breaking it down is fairly easy for transport. But like, if you could have that thing just set up ready to rock, yeah, at your disposal, yeah. right. living on or near water, yep, like. It's the bee's knees. The bass yeah, yeah, yeah. slayer. Yeah, it is a bass slayer. So I'll, I'll definitely be demoing that several times <laughs> this year. <laughs> At the Paddle and Fin World Headquarters. More oh, more. that's yes. right. On Lake Delavan. <clears throat> <laughs> Many bl- bass will be had out of the big sky or blue sky. Blue sky. Blue sky. But uh, That's awesome. Yeah, so then uh, after that, it's what, Rockford Boat Show? Rockford Boat Show. And then uh, we go to Madison yeah. Fishing Show. So, uh, Where's the Rockford Boat Show at, specifically? Sports it's at the Corp. YMCA Center in 
I don't know the exact location, but it's in I Rockford. I it's Sports Score 2 or whatever. Oh, yeah, Sports Sports Score 2. two yeah. It's out at, it's right at Riverside Boulevard and I-90. Okay. No. So you're basically like 10, maybe 15 minutes south of the Wisconsin border on I-90. Okay. And, you know, from Chicagoland, about an hour hour yeah. and 20 depending on where you're coming from is that a pretty big venue traffic. or oh yeah that place is huge yeah. is it really yeah, yeah. so they'll yeah. have big boats too right? oh yeah, yeah. they'll have oh, yeah. huge big motorized boats, boats. <coughs> yeah motorized boats the Rocktown booth will be in there yeah and then uh madison fishing shows at uh what is that the prudential center prudential or something center. Yeah, yeah. uh right downtown and uh i've been to that fishing show in the past and yeah it's it's pretty big yeah. it's a fun time it's cool. super cool so yeah, and that one I believe is in March, right? Yes. Yeah, I got it on my calendar. March, I'll have to look at the exact date. But I can tell you the exact dates, but I know it's 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 real close to the Madison chain. March, maybe. Did something. we say where the Schomburg or where at, in the Schomburg that show was? I don't think we did. Or it was, oh, it's no, it's at the convention center. Schomburg Convention, convention okay. Center, fifteen fifty one, Thoreau Drive, North Schomburg, Illinois. It's right by. It's right uh, off of ninety and like what uh, Meacham or Gall. Uh, right. Yeah, something like that. Algonquin. Yeah. By the Renaissance. Exit fifty three, then two to three miles west entrance left. That's where it was side. last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, same place. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the twenty fourth through the twenty seventh, and then the Rockford boat show. Show. Ugh. It's February eighth. Uh, February eighth through the tenth, yeah. and then the Madison fishing show is February twenty second to the twenty fourth. Gotcha. For some reason, I was thinking it was in March, but that's totally wrong. So. Uh, so I thought too. But uh, yeah, we'll be there. It's gonna be awesome. Paddle and fin stickers. Yeah. On so hand. if anyone wants to pop on by and say hello, visit visit the great guys at uh, Rock Town as well as. Uh, Say hello to me and Bri. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. Huh? Raffle off the Bonafide for five bucks. <laughs> One winner, Brian. <laughs> Brian. Yeah, I'll buy all the... T- you know what? It'd be my dumb luck. I'd be I'd buy like 100 tickets. And you'd win it. And then yeah. like one guy would buy one ticket. <laughs> and he'd win it. And, and he would win it. You know? Then we'd truly really see a tear go down the Should, eye. Yeah, just buy. my dumb be luck. be crying for weeks. Yeah, oh, I would. <laughs> I'd be calling Travis, hey, I need another Bonafide. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. so, Brian, maybe you could, since we're looking ahead at 2019, tell us a little bit about kind of where your head's at with tournaments. When does that whole thing kind of start up? Kind of what's the what's the prelim, preliminary lookout, I guess? Man, I'm, I'm so shook up right now on – what what i want to do like i thought i thought i had my plan together and you know there's i mean i briefly mentioned it but the central division on kbf is so spread out and they've changed out kind of their structure on things this year so you know what i may do is skip a couple tournaments um the further ones just because you know, like I, I, I put up my blog entry and I kind of put down a, a table and figured out all my costs as far as fuel, camping, food, uh, entry fees, all that good stuff. And like the first tournament is at the end of April and it's in Big Hill, Kansas. Well, that tournament's going to cost me roughly 850 bucks round trip. Right. Like mm-hmm. driving down, camping, eating, and all that stuff. Well, now 
I have to place top two to either break even or make some money with these set payout structures. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily worth it for me. Um, However, there are five stops on the tour, and they're just taking your top three finishes for Angler of the Year points and qualifications for the championship and the national championship. So it might make sense where I just skip some of those. Um, I'm definitely fishing KBL, which uh, is Kayak Bass League based in, you know, southern Illinois and northern Wisconsin. Or, I'm sorry, northern Illinois, southern Wisconsin. And um, I'll fish all those events. Um, It's local, it's cheaper, things like that. Um, I did look at, you know, maybe fishing the Michigan League or even uh, this uh, smaller league in Iowa. There's another smaller league in Wisconsin. I had considered fishing that, but I think I'm just going to mainly focus doing those three certain tournaments uh, that are closer to home for KBF, uh, doing the KBL tournaments, and then the rest of my time will either be spent helping out down here at Rocktown, um, or if they don't need my help, um, hitting the road and just fishing some different spots in some different areas, yeah, just yeah. producing content. Sure, I mean, that's, sure. That's my big focus on next year is just, just jazzing out a mu- as much content as possible. Yep. Like, uh, I know I just, uh, there's like, since we recorded the last podcast, I think I've posted like four or five YouTube videos. And in there I mentioned like right now, uh, I'm posting every Tuesday and Friday a video. So that's been my focus uh, for that. You know, right now, you know, I did make one ice fishing trip, but because the weather has been so screwy in the north here, like we haven't really had safe ice. Um, So I've been doing a lot of like, uh, I just put out a a video today, uh, tackle management. I visited the Plano Tackle uh, Manufacturing Plant uh, down in Illinois here. Came home, reorganized all my stuff, went through kind of my setup and what I'm doing, and then um, uh, what else did I do? Uh, oh, I did the Six Sense unboxing video, did an ice fishing video, and then there was that trip that me and Jay made up to the Root River uh, fly fishing. So, you know, that's my big goal for next year is just pumping out content, yep. fishing tournaments. Yep. It's not going to be as extensive, I think, as I thought it was just because that central division is so screwed up and you know just some goofy changes going on in the kbf but you know we'll see how it goes i mean like i said i just want to be more involved in the kayak fishing community and just help grow it in any way i can whether that be down here at the shop helping a demo day or throwing a youtube video together that might help somebody just getting into the sport so Um, doesn't really matter to me. It's just going to be all about kayak fishing next year. No. So we have uh, we've reached almost the end of this pod, <coughs> but we have one more thing to go through, and that is a campfire tale. From oh, what man. I understand, wait, we need your 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 plans for 2019. Yeah, you want my plans for 2019? Yeah, yeah. straight and simple, super easy. Yeah, let's hear it. It's going to be content as well. <laughs> yeah, from the new Paddle and Fin World headquarters. I love it. I yeah, love it. Yeah. That's the thing, too. I'll be up there a bunch as well. Yeah, you will. I'm glad we you We painted got your room bonafide blue. I know. Cool hand I'll blue. I'll be up there, <laughs> too. Did you hear right? that? I mean... Did you hear that? Yeah. It's got painted in my bedroom up at the Worldwide Headquarters. Well, Travis, cool I don't know. Hand what, blue. What, what kayak color do you need your room? 
green <laughs> whatever green. kayak whatever kayak he pulls out of the demo warehouse yeah, whatever i feel like, so like it changes any color to work yeah, yeah. oh yeah right. just do like awesome. a you know just paint a big rainbow, rainbow. On the <laughs> <laughs> eh, don't do that uh, oh so that's man. my plans anyway but uh yeah campfire tale man yeah. tell it so it. uh if you guys watched, I believe it was the Sixth Sense unboxing video, my my left eye is a little jacked up, right? And I mentioned earlier in the podcast that, you know, split mine. So what actually happened, um, I'm not on drugs. Don't worry about that. Um, I, uh, you know, I've mentioned before I, I run a hardwood flooring company, and I'm on my hands and knees mixing up some floor finish. Lo and behold, I dropped this container shoots up into my eye and it's hydro what the uh hydrosulfuric acid and inspiral alcohol so yeah that'll damage your retina a little bit but my first thought as i'm like splashing water in my eye and like you know it's my retina's on fire i'm thinking how am i gonna fish with one eye (laughs) that that was my concern like straight up like no right wasn't like oh am i gonna lose my eyeball it's if I lose my eyeball, how am I going to fish? Like, right. That was my main concern. That was concern. your main concern. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, try, try to wear safety. Try to wear safety glasses, I guess. You know, I mean, I've mixed thousands upon thousands of gallons and never had an issue. And then this one freak accident happened. And, you know, my main concern was how am I going to fish with one eye? Yeah. It, it, it begs the this one outcome from that whole thing. That is don't work just fish yeah, yeah i'm dedicated that's what it says <laughs> i'm dedicated works too dangerous hey i will say that like after that happened i still proceeded to roll that floor with finish and didn't miss with a spot eye. with one Dedication. eye nice. and then drove an hour and a half home with one eye and, that's crazy and yeah well you told me about it yeah and um i watched the video and you were like, and was, was that like, when your eye was messed yeah. up? And I, I was said, like, yeah. I'm like, what's wrong with his eye? And I'm like, wait a minute, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if anybody was wondering, it's kind of funny. But uh, yeah. Well, it wasn't funny then, but it's yeah. funny now. I, I thought it was hilarious. It was like, funny when yeah. I ripped my finger off in the Because I'm sky. like sitting there like splashing water in my eye. I'm like, how am I going to fish with one eye? How am I going to fish with one eye? And then I'm like, hey, dummy, like you should be more concerned about losing your eye than how you're going <laughs> to fish with one eye, you know? So, but uh, well, we're glad your eyes awesome. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Went to the doctor, gave me some antibiotic drops. I'm back to normal. So, Good. you know, what did, what did they say about it? Did they just say like, no scratches, no tears, okay. no damage? So it was That's just crazy, dude. They said I did the right thing, jumped up, got it rinsed out right, right away, right. and uh, I continued to rinse it out. And then uh, I actually came down here to the kayak shop, and I picked up a demo boat. Because me and Jay were going to go out fishing. What, did you pick up a Liska? Yeah, yeah, I picked up a Liska. I never got on the water with it because oh, me and Jay were going to go out. And gotcha. Then, uh, some things changed around or whatever. But I picked up that boat, and I'm driving home, and I'm like, man, why is my windshield foggy? I'm like, I got my heat on. So I closed my eye, my bad eye that was messed up. It was up, fine. And it was to- no. my windshield's totally clear. Closed <laughs> oh, my other man. one. And it was like foggy, so I'm like, oh, I gotta go to the hospital. Yeah. So, yeah. but uh, doctor said, you know, no, no damage. So I can oh, see. Good, man. We're glad you got both eyes. Oh, I messed with my kids. Fish on. Yeah, yeah. I messed with my kids. I was like, when it walking up to him, was like reaching around, like in the air. Zach, like, is that you? Zach, is that you? <laughs> is that you? I can't see. You. He got all worried. You know, I was just messing with him. 
that's that's the kind of dad I am, you know. He's but, just got a patch and covered it. <laughs> yeah, I told him I was going to be a pirate. Yeah, you know they were going to remove my eyeball, and I'd have to be a pirate. So, um, so Travis, I guess yes. for folks that want to find out about Rocktown Adventures, the programs you got, the boats, the goods, yeah. all that stuff, uh, tell them how to get in contact with you guys. Wait, you just go on our website, www.rocktownadventures.com, or you can just give you know give us a call at the store at eight one five six three six nine zero six six. Awesome. Um, just talk to us over the phone. And we'll you know we'll give you a quick run around. And you guys are on Instagram. Yep, we're on Instagram. Facebook. We're on Facebook. Okay. Um, just so you guys know, if you don't know our hours, if you do try to call, we're always closed on Mondays. Okay. So Tuesday through Friday, we're open 10 to 8, so 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Nice. Saturdays, 10 to 6. Sundays, 11 to 5. Okay. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And, um, uh, Brian, how do folks get a, get a hold of Paddle and Finn? Paddleandfin.com. Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Uh, there's links to the podcast episodes which obviously you know about now unless you're just finding us for the first time on you know google stitcher anchor apple Podcasts, things like that um our instagram is at paddle the letter n and finn and uh you can also find us on facebook at paddle and finn podcast uh, yeah paddle and finn gear still up in the store on paddleandfin.com and that's about it. I think that's about it. Also, so. I forgot to add. Um, you can also email me if you have any questions. So this is Travis, T-R-A-V-I-S, at rocktownadventures.com. Awesome. All one word. Yeah. So if you'd rather get in contact with me that way. And something uh, we've been forgetting to mention, if you guys want to leave us a voicemail and uh, have a question, comment, something like that, and want to play it back on the podcast and answer it for you guys, um, you can go to the anchor.fm app and uh, they have a voice message system where it'll drop us a message. We can replay it on a podcast. Or if you want to hear a topic about a show, idea, things like that, just have some nice words to say, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and finn at gmail.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you guys and, you know, do that. But, uh, you know, we got some interesting guests lined up already for 2019. Uh, we just wanted to start this out with our partners over at Rocktown Adventures. Have yep. T-Bone on the on the show here, and uh, I'm glad to know. be on. Yeah, no, I, I mean it, it's great. We're both excited about you know looking forward to the 2019 season, and uh, we're we're Paddle and Finn and Rocktown is heading, so it's it's going to be great. Um, just you know, it's just another step in help growing the kayak fishing community and kayaking community in general so absolutely uh, we definitely appreciate you guys and uh, just want to say thanks but uh, i think that's about it my man sounds good it's a wrap all right till next time guys tight lines and smooth paddling